What's going on, everybody? This is your girl, Model E, and thank you for tuning into another bi-weekly episode of the E and Friends podcast. So, you guys know I always say that all my episodes are special. Well, this is a very special, special episode, and the reason why it's special is because your girl, Model E, is going solo to love. <laughs> I am so excited. Um, Some of you may know that I have attempted this back in my early days and I really didn't like how it came out. So I said I am going to try it again and here we are. So the topic tonight is going to be people you should never have sex with. I know what's going through your minds right now. I know some of you are probably saying, uh, where were you a couple years ago? Where were you when I had my first child? Or where were you when I first got married? <laughs> you are not alone. I have said some of these same things myself. But I am here to assure you that it's not nothing you did because you don't always know who you're going to end up with. And that is true. You know, people say, well, you need to check the family tree first. Look, that doesn't matter. When things are going good, everybody's happy. But the minute things start to get a little shaky and it doesn't work out, then that's when you really see the true color of people. So we are going to talk about some of the people that you shouldn't sleep with. And the first one on my list is someone else significant other mm, I'm not even sure that should be number one but we're going to talk about that first why hmm, a lot of people do it I see a lot of people do it and this also comes from the whole side chick things and from social media today everybody knows that the side chick does no longer plays their part anymore What happened to everyone playing their part? We don't do that anymore. We need to bring that back. If you know you're going to be doing something slick and sly, stay in your lane. Right? So, sleeping with someone else, significant other, is a no. So, we say that sleeping with someone else, significant other, is a no-no, right? So, why do people do it? Is it the thrill Some people told me that it's just the fact of knowing that it's a person that you don't like and it's their man, which is, I think, is very selfish and inconsiderate and very wrong at the same time. But if that person is not in a good relationship, then it shouldn't be your choice to say, let's do this, you know, let them get out of that situation. Or give them opportunity to fix things, you know. But hey, everybody doesn't do the right thing. So you can't expect everyone to do the right thing. Number two, your roommate. Uh, I don't know how many of you ever had a roommate that been of the opposite sex. Or maybe the same sex if you're into that. To me, that's the same thing as having a relationship with the person at your job. 
you know, mixing business and pleasure. It could be a bad thing. And with your roommate, you're all equally paying an equal amount of share, maybe for rent every month. Um, That's what expected out of everybody. And let's say you get into a sexual relationship with that person and it doesn't work out. Then what happens? Someone's going to get upset. Somebody's going to have to leave. Somebody's going to have a, have to cover somebody's portion of the rent. <laughs> and now nobody's laughing. <laughs> it's just a sad situation. Don't date a roommate. But let me know if you have dated or had a sexual relationship with your roommate. I would like to know how that turned out. Number three, the ex. It's never going to work with. Okay, and I see lots of people do this. They have this ex guy, right, or a woman, and they keep toying with them. They keep playing with them. And I'm like, why are you doing that? If you know that it is never going to be anything, don't give that person hope of thinking that it could be something. Don't do that because you're making them feel that there is room, there is opportunity, you're over here laughing. No, it doesn't go like that. That's how things become hectic. That's how bad things start to happen because now you're playing with someone's emotions. You don't do that. (sighs) Oh my God. You know, the best thing is just to leave them in the past where they belong because you're not with them for a reason, right? Or at least until you can think of something more constructive to do. (laughs) Number four, someone who isn't that into you. Now, we all know this is not a good thing. And trust me, I know folks who likes people, but that person is not into them or that person is not of their caliber. But instead, you want to try to make yourself more than what you are to try to fit in with that person. No, that doesn't work. I don't know what to say about this. I mean, it may be the best feeling in the world for you, but what about them? Or you don't care about their feelings. You just trying to do you. But I can tell you this. I'm not going to sleep with a person that I'm not into. I'm not going to sleep with someone who I am not attracted to. Because I know for me, and I know a lot of other women as well. See, women are based on emotions. We have attachments. And if I go and I mess with someone, we're going to have to have conversation. Um, It's just not going to be no hit and run. No. Eh, eh, eh. None of that. But whatever floats your boat. Number five. Someone you're not that into. Why in the world would somebody have sex with someone that they are not into? But... People do it. I wouldn't. Like I said, because I don't want to lead nobody on thinking that it's something that it's not. Because people get crazy and deranged these days. And I don't have time for those problems. (laughs) And plus, you just never do this to anyone. You do not play with no one's feeling. That is the worst. 
look, you guys know about social media. You play with people's minds. It can be problems out there. You never know where you're going to end up. And I don't want you guys to be that people. So don't toy with no one, okay? Number six, the person you're trying to break up with. Ooh. So I'm trying to break up with this guy and I go and I have sex with him. Mm. Now let me give y'all a little hot story about that, right? Hmm. I probably shouldn't say this, but when my husband and I, well, before we got married, we got together and I was sort of kind of in a relationship and I was trying to leave that relationship. Um, bad communication on my part. Um, I really didn't let him know that I was leaving. And the reason why I did that is because I was trying to avoid having sex with him. <laughs> yes, Model E did that. I was trying to avoid, because you know people want closure. You know, people want closure. And really, I just wanted to begin my new journey and start life. And I was kind of in a relationship with someone else. And I didn't want to have sex with him. Was I wrong for that? I, I probably could have done that differently, but everything is fine now. You know, everything is fine. So it's all good. But if someone is trying to break up with you and you're trying to have sex with them, it's like, look at all the emotions evolve, you know, like you cannot give a rat ass about them. But they love the fuck out of you. And what is that causing? It's causing you to have sex with the corpse. Because you just laying there and they just having a good time. <laughs> uh, emotions, emotions. Emotions make you cry sometimes. Y'all don't, oh, don't stop me now. All right. Oh, this is a real good one. Number seven, you should not have sex with your boss. This is a bad idea. And you know it's a bad idea. It's like, now I'm not saying this because I don't want to have sex with any of my boss. But it's like, you may have a, a idea that you want to do it because you may have an opportunity to, you know, do something greater within the company, you know. And you probably want to get into some 50 shades of gray shit, you know. But it's a bad idea. Take the thought out your head. Never mix business and pleasure, okay? Never mix business and pleasure. Number eight, your ex-friends. Or shall I say, your friend's ex. Homegirl, don't do that. That was her man. Eh -eh, that is off limits. Now you are breaking the girl code. You got a guy code and you got a girl code. That's the code in life. Don't do that. You do not sleep with the one ex. It's a crime, you know, that could cause the death penalty, if you know what I'm saying. Especially if that was a, a real good relationship. It was serious and, you know, they met family and everything. Mm -mm. Don't even go there, homegirl. Don't even do it. Well, that was on my list. I actually put this out on social media as well. And I had my fellow podcasters come out and say, 
do not date your family. Don't sleep with your family. Well, yeah, I got a story about that too. No, I did not sleep with anybody in my family. That is disgusting. Ill. But I did a podcast episode probably about two episodes ago about a couple who were Ken or Kindred and they like each other. I'm not sure if it was just the sex, but they got married and had kids. It happens. My fellow podcaster says, no, it doesn't happen. I said, yes, it does happen. You know why? Because I am from the deep, deep South and I know folks who are first cousins and they marry each other and they know about each other. They know that they are a family eh, to each his own, you know, I, who, who am I to judge? <laughs> yes, I'm not going to judge nobody, but, um, stay away. All right, guys, before I end the show, I would like to speak on some pity sex because it sounds like a lot of this people you should not sleep with is called petty sex. That's what it sounds like to me. So I found an article about petty sex and one of the persons said that in college, I knew a guy who was very nice, but physically unattractive. One woman says, we became friends and I found out he was a virgin and had never had a girlfriend before. After seeing him get snubbed by several girls at a party, I decided to cheer him up. It was the saddest sex of my life and it was unfair to both of us, but it was by no means hard to fake. All it takes is a little genital stimulation. Okay. I'm sure a lot of you have done that. I've never had pity sex with someone because I want to be attracted to someone who I have sex with. Now, pity sex happens when people have sex with other people because they feel sorry for them. Like I said, I'm not going to do that. Okay, maybe I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm going to go back to my high school years and maybe just maybe I had an incident where I think I kind of dated someone out of pity but you can tell me if it's pity or not one of my best friends dated this guy and I actually felt like I was obligated to date his friend why because he was always around and I was always around he was a nice guy but I wasn't attracted to him so you know back in the day you know we always used to get peer pressure you know our friends used to peer pressure us to do things and I was like okay I don't have nothing else to do so I might as well go ahead and date this guy probably lasted a year maybe a year I'm not even sure if it was a full year but I mean it was good it was okay but guess what we never had sex. Yeah. I, I, I can see where you're going. You're probably thinking, yeah, right, model E. You know you've been going with that boy for almost a year and you haven't had sex with him? Uh, no. I was not a fast, pissy tail girl. And no, I did not have sex with him. I think it was just out of pity. I told you guys in the beginning that if I'm not attracted to anyone, I'm not going to have sex with them. 
It's just simple as that. Okay, so I'm going to let you guys go ahead and ponder that thought, okay? Yeah, just go ahead and think whatever you want to think about Model E, but just make sure you let me know. Don't talk about, about it behind my back, okay? All right, so before we end this episode, I want to get into a little bit of e-news. And this has been going around in social media about this Texas school that acquired a dress code for parents. And this is the video. Let me know what you think. A Houston high school is courting controversy with a newly announced dress code for parents, which prohibits them from entering the building wearing everything from pajamas to Daisy Dukes. The policy posted on the James Madison High School website bans, among other things, pajamas of any kind, sagging pants, men wearing undershirts, Daisy Dukes, a satin cap or bonnet, hair rollers, and quote, leggings that are showing your bottom and where your body is not covered from the front or the back. In the letter's opening, Principal Carlotta Outley Brown says the dress code is meant, quote, to prepare our children and let them know daily the appropriate attire they are supposed to wear when entering a building, going somewhere, applying for a job, or visiting someone outside of the home setting. The policy is dated one day after a woman spoke to KPRC, alleging she was turned away while attempting to register her daughter for school. Jocelyn Lewis told the local station she was told her Marilyn Monroe t-shirt dress was too short and her headscarf was out of dress code. Zef Capo, president of the Houston Federation of teachers told the Houston Chronicle that codes relating to women's hair were classist, belittling, and dismissive, noting. Okay, we're going to end that on that note. I don't think we need to go no further. Although I don't like to sound the whole racist thing because the first thing everybody goes to is race. And I don't like to think that way. Now, when they talk about sagging pants pajamas hair rollers what does that kind of sound like to you i mean because i see people like that all the time and i'm going to say black people i see them wearing those all the time in public and is it necessary in my opinion i do not think that is necessary and especially when you're going to school now this woman um, Jocelyn Lewis, she was going to register her child at this school. And um, this is a Houston high school called James Madison High School. Now, on April the 9th, early this month, that's when they published this letter for the parents. I kind of understand what they're talking about because I think when you're coming into a, a public place or especially a a place around kids you know you're trying to teach a positive note and with someone coming in there with a bonnet on their hair um, or sagging pants where you can see their underwear or coming in with jogging pants and, and it's not covering your front or your back I just think that is very inappropriate because you're trying to set an example and that's not a correct example to set. Um, that's my opinion. I mean, I've heard that social media, um, that this school has got a lot of backlash from this. And I can see how this can go both ways. Um, but in, in my opinion, it still doesn't matter if you are 
poor or if you're rich, you are supposed to set an example for kids. So therefore, when you come into a public place like a school or any place of that nature, you need to dress accordingly. Um, it, it's, it's a professional environment. And I, I, sometimes I do think that rules should be standard. Like I have a child in school and many times I can be at home and I get a call and I have to go to the school. I'm in my bonnet. I'm in my joggers. What do I do? Do I just get up and go run to the schoolhouse looking like who did it and why? No. I go and I put on something presentable because I'm trying to set an example. And most of all, you don't want your kids to be embarrassed. And speaking of embarrassed, let's go back to the 90s. Now, the moms in the 90s, my mom used to come to school and pick me up and rollers, not the black rollers. She had the pink rollers in her hair, all in her hair. And to be honest, I believe sometimes she used to drop me off at school in her robe. Let's talk about embarrassing, okay? Just thank God that she never got out of the car. But it has been several times that she came in that school and got me with those rollers in her hair. But that was back in the 90s. That was different. All of the kids' parents had rollers in the air. And you dare better not say anything to them. But today is a different day and age. And, you know, this is a different environment. And we're actually trying to keep teach our kids something so what do you think of these rules i mean let's go back to the sagging pants how many times a day do you see sagging pants i see it every day i can re- i can recall about four or five times out the day i see sagging pants is it appropriate no i don't think it's appropriate now you have some men that don't wear their pants all the way up on them and that is okay because you do have to leave a little bit of room you know between your waist that's fine but for someone to see your underwear it's very nasty and is very inappropriate so I I think we all need to do better with that with the the satin bonnets let's leave that for the bedroom I wear a bonnet every night and it's only for my bed my pillow and my husband only sees my bonnet no one outside where the sun shines sees my bonnet and speaking of kids teenagers i think today that they are growing up too fast and the reason why i say that is today i just had this conversation on facebook with a few of my friends and i saw teenagers walking home from school I assumed they were coming from school they should be in school and the females had on tight skinny jeans and crop tops yes it's cute but me I am 36 years old I don't wear a crop top I'm just getting to that point of showing a little bit of skin see I was raised by old folks I was raised by my my grandparents so things that are going on today did not fly when I was growing up you know I thank God that I was raised by older people because today uh uh-uh, this world is different 
And you wonder why there are all these teacher versus student cases where the teachers are found guilty for allegedly raping these students because they are dressing like they are adults. They wear makeup, they have tight clothing, they're half naked at school, and they're wondering why the teachers are looking at them. How many of you guys out there went to high school and you looked at your teacher saying, dang, my teacher is fine. Dang, she is sexy. (laughs) Okay, well, let me rephrase that. Depending on what year you went to school, because if you went to high school in the 90s and early 2000s, then maybe no, your teacher probably was not that sexy. Alright guys, so that's going to wrap it up for this bi-weekly episode of the Eagan Friends Podcast. Thank you for tuning into my solo dolo and I hope you enjoy it. Make sure you tweet me on Twitter at Erica Jones with the Z on the end and Instagram me on IG at Eagan Friends Pod and talk to me. Talk to your girl on Facebook at Got What The Letter You Need Podcast Network. Oh, and guys, don't forget to check out my sponsor at Poppy Apparel. That's www.poppyapparel.com and shop all the latest fashion. And you can save 10% with my promo code E and Friends. That's E A N D Friends. Thanks for tuning in, and I will catch you guys later. Bye.